join the hosts of Brick City Blockade in the Cantina for an open discussion of a galaxy far, far away. When I found you, I saw raw, untamed power. And beyond that, Something inside me has always been there. But now it's awake. And I need help. Welcome, Star Wars fans. We've got a special edition of the Cantina tonight, part of the Brick City Blockade Star Wars Podcast Network. The Last Jedi, everybody. We got the trailer out there. It's official. So we're here to talk trailer. And Jim and I, we have we brought some friends along this time. So with the power of the internet, Jim and I are happy to welcome uh, Sean Michaud and Katie McFarland to the show. And we're going to be able to just share our thoughts here. And we're going to be wrong. Uh, well, we're always wrong. So yeah, we we just have come to accept it. So it's part it, of it's fun. yeah. So it's yeah. it's it, it's really funny too because we just posted, although it it happened two Sundays from now or ago, I should say, where we had our our big group roundtable. We had at Krypton Comics when we had Scott Inch here, and it was funny because I just edited that podcast last night and, and got that posted. But we were all kind of talking about what did we want out of this trailer? What did we expect? And Boy, were we wrong all over the place. Yeah. I just actually finished listening to that episode. <laughs> really good. That trailer was mind-blowing. Yeah. Any, uh, all right. So just overall thoughts. What I do want to do just for our kind of our listeners' benefit and just kind of what everybody's like favorite Favorite moments like that, those things that just kind of give you the goosebumps. And uh, I could argue that most of the trailer does do that for us. But then... Kind of the a, a 
2.0 question that we had at our most recent roundtable is now, after we've seen this, what is now like our each of our biggest questions that we have going into this? So let's just go around the horn. I'll, I'll go last each time, but uh, let's start with everybody's kind of top moment from the trailer. And Jim, I'll throw it over to you first. Uh, you know, I think uh, being such a Luke Skywalker fan, you would think that I'd probably go that way. And I was um, a little bit surprised with how Luke was in the um, in the trailer. It was kind of nice because you and I have joked about the get off my lawn moments that it seemed like from some of the EW <laughs> pictures and that kind of stuff. And uh, it didn't quite get that sense out of the trailer. You got kind of a sense... Well, I mean, that was my favorite moment, and I'm already off on a Luke Skywalker tangent. So the favorite moment really, I think, might have been, believe it or not, Kylo Ren in his TIE, tie fighter with potentially his uh, mother in the crosshairs and that indecision. And I think after The Force Awakens, I was left with this, well, man, he's gone over that line and he's not really going to be coming back, or if he is coming back, it's not going to be for a while he had made his choice and it kind of shows us that maybe there's still some indecision there with Kylo Ren and he still feels that call to the light pretty strongly. Especially the, the scene right before, like 10 seconds before he just smashes the helmet. Oh yeah, that's, that's, exactly. I think that has to tie in what he's going through with, with his choices. Yeah, and it kind of got me thinking as to maybe we're seeing the interesting idea of the, the prequels where the the rise and fall of Anakin Skywalker and then the original trilogy was the redemption of Anakin Skywalker. So we've always had a plot point that went in kind of one solid direction for most of the time. And maybe we have two main characters now with Kylo where he started out on the dark side and he's working his way towards redemption. And God, I hope it's kind of not no. the case, but maybe Ray <laughs> starts out on the light side and falls. And it'd be interesting. I think there's a lot of misdirection in that editing of the trailer, but it does leave that question of maybe for the first time ever, there's two, <laughs> uh, there's two uh, major characters going at the same time in different directions in the plot. I think your son just made his uh, YouTube debut if he hasn't already. So He did. It's another Luke, actually. Go figure, uh, right? <laughs> uh, before, Katie, I throw it over to you. I just I figure we also talk a little bit about maybe just our overall thoughts about the the narrative that Ryan Johnson were, was going for here. I feel like there's a lot of smoke and mirrors and, and magic and... I'm not reading too much into the the order of of kind of how we saw the scenes or even what some of the dialogue is. Call me crazy, but I'm all snake bitten by the Force Awakens trailers and, and Rogue One. So what did what did everybody feel like the how it all kind of came together, kind of knowing what we know now and and really we're I feel like we were duped by Rogue One. So what is everybody thought? What's everyone's thoughts about that one? That's a tough one. I, okay, okay. I, so I was just kind of saying it that I mean I think there's misdirection in it. Is I mean, so I mean, we I, should, we we probably shouldn't take it at face value. I mean, it, it's we're all gonna always have our theories, and it's gonna be really fun to to start just expounding on what we already had. But I'm a little reluctant to kind of go ahead and make any big conclusions based on what we've seen. Is kind of what I'm saying. I kind of feel like it's probably Ryan Johnson and company having a little fun with us too. I mean, they know that they're going to drive us people like us into a frenzy over some of this stuff. And 
but everything had, can be viewed in from a certain point of view. You can pull any meaning out of this, uh, out of these lines. And a great example of that is Kylo Ren's few lines towards the beginning of the trailer, where he first appears in his Tie Fighter, and the the voiceover for him is saying, you know, you got to kill your past. You you got to destroy it in order to become what you're supposed to become. Paraphrasing, of course, because I've only watched the trailer five times instead of a hundred yet. You know, <laughs> haven't had that much time. You know, you could easily be. Yeah, we're kind of thinking that's in, especially with what you're seeing in imagery, that it's it's about uh, destroying Leia and how he destroyed his father. But at the same time. It could be him talking about how he needs to leave his past behind in the sense of what he's done to Han Solo and maybe going with the call to the light and, and changing his path, so to speak. So I'm just kind of saying it's just a it's a two and a half minute trailer and there's just lines thrown at us here and here and there. And they can really be interpreted in so many different ways that it's hard to draw any major conclusion out of it. It's just kind of a hell of a lot of fun is what it is. Yeah, it is a lot of fun. So speaking about fun, Katie, what was your favorite moment from the trailer? Well, I think you know how much I like Kylo Ren. And um, just a wee bit. <laughs> probably guess that the last scene, I just lost it. Like, I think my direct quote was, oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I just like I love the whole Ray and Kylo Ren thing. And I, I love how they were um, contrasted and there was just a lot of juxtaposition between them. And it, it really seems like, even though it's the trailer and we might not know, but it seems like the movie is going to focus a lot on not necessarily just their relationship, but also like those converging paths. We talked about the light and the dark. So that last scene just like killed me. Kind of like, like the, the, the hand ex extended. Yeah, one. yeah. But like you said, you know, the editing and, and it might be mis misleading because I was looking at the backgrounds too. And <laughs> when it looked at him, there was like kind of embers flying and floating in the background. And for her, there wasn't. So I was like, okay, these might not be like lining I, up. It might not be the same scene. Yeah, I did have a different theory, but I won't get into the, this episode though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's, there's two months, Sean, to talk no, about no. <laughs> and then there's several years to talk about how wrong we were afterwards. So <laughs> no, I, I love that uh, that scene too. I, I think the one thing, Katie, I did notice was it looked like Ray looked like she just had gotten to the island with that that outfit she had. So like you said, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of hoping that that was just the power of editing and we're made to kind of think that. And I, I feel like we're like all old pros now at this uh, Lucasfilm trailer uh, shinding <laughs> that we've got. Good stuff. So, all right, Sean, gonna throw it over to you. What was your favorite moment from the trailer? Well, for me, the the scene that I didn't expect it was gonna happen at all at the movie was with uh, Ray and Snoke. I didn't think they were gonna meet, and especially during that last or second to last scene with mm -hmm. Snoke forcing her, and she's like. I don't know. Yeah, just like bent over and in, in pain, and it was like a torture scene. Yeah, I know. Which I I didn't expect them to to meet. So that that really pumps me up, and and I really want. And that's gonna tell me how much Snoke is gonna really mean to this movie. Yeah, that's... instead of the third one. Yeah, this... of course he's gonna be in a third, and we don't know yet, but. Yeah, there's so many questions about that, too. It's funny you mentioned that, Sean, because I was looking at that scene, and at first, obviously, you could see that she was kind of bent over, like somebody using the Force. I have to look really closely in the background, but it does. I think you're right. I, I think it does appear to be Snoke, and, I mean, that, yep. again, leads to a whole lot of questions. So, 
Well, that's where Luke Skywalker is going to ignite the green, come in and save her. That's what oh. I'm thinking is happening. <laughs> That'd I, be great. I, that's what my ultimate moment's going to be. I just want to see him uh, ignite his lightsaber one more time. <laughs> All right, my favorite scene in the whole trailer, and I did love a lot of it, and we'll kind of talk about... You know, the music, I love the the imagery and the music and everything. I love the whole trailer. The thing that was like the kind of for me was like the was the moment when it was kind of the extension of what we saw in the first teaser trailer at Star Wars Celebration Orlando was we had Ray on the ground kind of basically making all the rocks around her kind of float and, and, and shake and stuff. But then to go one step further and actually show her cracking the ground and it wasn't so much the fact that. I think we've thought that she could be potentially that powerful in the force, but it was Luke Skywalker's reaction was genuine wonder, disturbing wonder, like who is this girl? And it's kind of funny, Katie, you still, I feel like you got me on like the, you know, the Ray Kenobi bandwagon, but the more (laughs) I see and the more that I hear and the more I just, I, I would love for her to be a Skywalker, but I'm starting to think that either she's a Kenobi or just maybe just is like a virgins of the force in some capacity, but I just, I I don't know. Reason then it probably is, (laughs) but I will also say too, this could be a lot of misdirection and we're really seeing either the, a lot of the, the grumpy Luke Skywalker in this trailer where I don't, I don't want to extrapolate that entire, you know, what we saw from him and that's going to, how he's going to be in, in the entire film, because I think he is, he's genuine and he's just, I don't know. He's just, uh, obviously he's a lot of our, our favorite characters and, and I'm just so excited to see him again. So kind of been throwing it around. Uh, let's to kind of close out our, our chat and there's going to be many, many more of these. This is just our reaction kind of 24 hours later. We haven't really had a ton of time to dig into this. I mean, Jim, you've only watched it five times. I think I've watched it five <laughs> times today. We'll, we'll see. Uh, one thing too, and, and I, I don't, Jim, I don't know if we've talked about it before on a, on a prior episode of the Cantina, but I feel like, did we talk about international trailers before? No, I don't think so. But basically for, for those, it's like, I would imagine we'll probably get another trailer within a few weeks from now. That's kind of the, uh, it's got the international spin on it. And we often see a lot of the same dialogue, but different imagery and scenes, because those are things that are going to resonate in different cultures than other than here, kind of in, in the States where we're primarily based. So, you know, that's, that's going to be something interesting too. And I know the force awakens had a lot of that, uh, that too, where it's a little bit more character building. Uh, Katie, I know we talked recently when we were at, at Krypton comics about, you know, star Wars is a lot about the characters and this was definitely a character driven trailer yeah there wasn't like a ton of action it was more all the different characters and where they were and sort of what's going on with them i was pleasantly surprised by you know seeing as much of finn as we did and as much of poe as we did so yeah definitely i definitely always take her helmet off first (laughs) (laughs) well i'm not going to spoil anything for anybody hasn't read either the uh i just finished up the the phasma novel I won't get into any other details, but it's certainly, I look at her a lot differently now. And mm. the, this is not really a spoiler, but I was, one of the best parts of the, about that book was just to see a lot of the inner workings of the First Order. And it, it kind of definitely puts a little bit different perspective on the movies and stuff now. And it's not like, it's like, you definitely don't have to definitely read the book before you see the film, but it's one of those things like we talked about, like Catalyst and 
things like that will kind of what the appetite for a little bit will give you a little bit more depth but it's not a requirement to see the film like you won't be completely lost if you if you don't read that but i i thought the phasma book was excellent and uh Let's uh, let's get back on track because I'm all over the place here. It's the cantina. That's what we're yeah. here for. Yeah, we just. Sorry, that's uh, my fault. No, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, the only consistent thing we do is be inconsistent. So, let's go around the let's go around the horn here, and I want to hear kind of what if everybody's kind of what either their biggest question has, has kind of changed a little bit, or is it really the same? Sean, I'll throw it over to you first. What is now kind of like your biggest question you have for yourself going into the Last Jedi, less than two months from now? I think it mostly it's still, I think it's still the question who is Snoke and there's still going to be a lot what Snoke is going to be. And I feel like the trailer gave it enough of Snoke, but I don't, I think we're going to get enough of him just to know him as a, we want to say creature person. I don't know. Mm-hmm. A, a master or something. But I mean, yeah, it's, sorry. No, guys, just kind of say to just kind of expound on what you said there too. I think number one, we got the image that you that you mentioned. We we saw him, but then we also saw how dangerous he is in just a quick little shot where he's technically in and kind of in the background where you don't see him that well. That's all I really need to know that he's a complete badass. So it seems like he's much stronger than Dositius. I, I think we definitely really have to take him seriously. Any, if anybody had any thoughts that maybe he's kind of like a, a like a Wizard of Oz type situation, eh, not gonna happen. So that's, that's what I thought. Like the first trailer I saw, I thought we're not gonna see him at all and just have him way in the background. But with that up close, I'm very excited. Jim, what was uh, what's your biggest question going in now? You know, it's funny. I, I'll go to Luke Skywalker on this one, and I'll just say. There's so many questions after that trailer, it's kind of hard to narrow it down to one. So I'm just going to say something that I hope to see in this movie and this trailer didn't answer my question is, do we ever see Luke somewhere besides that damn island in this movie? I've been waiting a long time for a movie where Luke Skywalker has a speaking role and doesn't just show up at the very end of the movie. I know the robotic hand is awesome. I mean, didn't really fulfill my appetite. And so I'd like to see him somewhere else and not just being this trilogy's version of uh, like a Yoda Obi Wan Kenobi hybrid for Rey, mm-hmm. I want to see him still be a Jedi or something close to it, and hopefully we'll see that in this movie. Absolutely. So, Katie, what's your biggest question going into the film? Well, I have a few now, but I just want to build off what Jim said. I'm sure. Also Go right ahead. I'm curious if he will ever reunite with Leia. Like that's that's uh, a big yeah. concern of mine. So I think going into the trailer, I was really curious about like the casino and the Canto bite, all that stuff, and just, there was just nothing. Yeah, I, that. I, that's right. I thought. I yeah. Wanted, like, so I'm still like that's still my burning question. We didn't get also the two new characters in the trailer as well. Right. You know, Rose. Rose. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. So that's kind of like still my remaining question. And then the trailer actually brought up two more questions. Let's hear them. So like the robotic hand, like bursting up from the wreckage when the temple is burning. I'm just kind of wondering, I'm assuming it's Luke's, but like, did Kylo Ren intend to kill him or think that he was dead if he was buried under this wreckage? Or if, if it wasn't Kylo Ren, who was it? That was my first question. And obviously I'm also 
very curious about what Finn is doing kind of in the First Order disguise and if he's going to be involved with the kind of casino side of things and going off on these missions with Rose, then what is he doing there and what is he looking for? Let, let me just I say... I wish I could answer those. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> let me, again, let me just say that if you read the Phasma novel, the uh, ah. the stakes of that, the, the the clash that we see in the imagery with between him and Phasma, it's... That, that I'm pretty amped about. I know we've got uh, one of our uh, friends of the podcast network, Amy Wishman, actually had tweeted out our uh, Twitter account early tonight and said that was her favorite scene. And uh, I can't really disagree with her at all on that one. So, yeah, good stuff there. I, my biggest question is kind of along what, what Jim had. I, I really want to know more about the Ray and Luke dynamic. I, I feel like we got... They, they told us how to think and feel going into this one. And I think we're going to get the rope-a-dope like we usually do. I, I really hope that we have a, a genuine teacher-student moment with these two. I mean, they're just fantastic people outside of Star Wars and just as is actor and actress. And I just, I, I really hope they do that that justice. And we also have to really remember too, this is the... This is the the second act of a, a three act trilogy, and things are going to get pretty dire. I think. I, I think there's a lot of things that we probably are, are get hinted at. Uh, again, I, I think with editing of this trailer, we're we're led to think a couple different things. Obviously, we know they might have plans for Leia in this one. It might not. Who knows? I mean, that that's just some of the that additional speculation. But I really do. My biggest question is I still want to see what that relationship is like because right now the the first trailer was a little bit more lighthearted, definitely some tones of dark. This one, as uh, as our friend Robin Vogt said, this one was very much like the, the dark side one. Now, unfortunately, Robin wasn't able to join us tonight, but he did want to make sure that I, that I mentioned that he felt like this trailer very much had an Old Republic feel to it just in terms of like kind of the environment and just the just the galaxy right now of how everything's really in, in turmoil. So it's uh, really good stuff there. Actually, and I had a coworker today, I was, I was talking about the trailer and uh, he really surprised me. He actually had a really good theory and I looked into it afterwards. I guess there's a, there's a quote that Poe Dameron has about talking about a, having a spark that could ignite the fire to take out the First Order. My coworker actually found uh, it from the Old Republic video game that's out there you can go on youtube and they have a lot of the cutscenes and stuff the there one right uh the, the one the multiplayer one so oh, right there's there's one and i think it's titled entitled uh, something along the lines of hope but at, it's like a five minute video and at the end of the five minutes the either i think it's uh, one of the republic uh, commando troopers there actually says something along the lines of, of what poe said and uh, whether Ryan Johnson directly pulled that out of that to, to kind of include in the script or not, I don't care. I mean, it just definitely has that the tone. So I think that's kind of cool if you did. Yeah, I think Robin might be onto something there. So I think uh, Sean, I think you and uh, you and Robin might have something to discuss in an upcoming yeah. episode. And, and something you just said, Brian, about the um, you, you know as far as setting us up in a darker movie and how this might end, we should prepare ourselves for how this movie might end considering it's the second act of three uh, we should all remember what empire strikes back was and a lot of these filmmakers that are doing these movies i think i mean obviously the first force awakens mirrors and new hope and i think a lot of these filmmakers are kind of going back to that original trilogy it's hard to deny that and put yourself in the shoes of somebody in 1980 walking out of the theater and saying 
Luke gets his hand cut off. And is Darth Vader really his father? Han Solo's in Carbonite. Are they going to save him? Is that the last we're going to see of him? And they had to wait three years to find the answers to those questions. Thankfully, we only have to wait. They say a year and a half. It's going to be two years by the time they fire the director. And then, you know, whatever they do for the the third movie (laughs) and push it back to December. Uh, Anyway, I'm just kind of saying that that angst and all those questions we have now just after watching a two and a half minute trailer and we have to wait two months. It's going to it's there's going to be a lot of unanswered questions and a million ways the story could go after we walk out of the theaters in mid-December. And uh, it's going to be a long two year wait. And it could be a little bit of a dark ending. I mean, Empire Strikes Back, a friend of mine always joke, it's one of the few movies that you'll watch where really it ends with the bad guys winning. And we could have the same thing happen here, given some of the tones of that trailer. Yeah, I'd almost expect it. I mean, I think you're definitely onto something there, there, Jim. So, you know, good stuff all around. So a couple extra thoughts I I thought might uh, pop up in our conversation, but I definitely want to mention before we kind of sign off for the evening. But all right, just nobody mentioned it, but the Porg is so damn cute. (laughs) (laughs) I literally, literally, (laughs) like, I I was like, did like the fist pump after I saw it. I'm like, yes! I can't wait to see those ice foxes, though. Those things are so cool. I've seen enough porgs for now. I'm just kind of like, uh, I'm starting to be uh, porg no, a little bit. Yeah, we're, we're, Steph, we're definitely pro-porg here at the Brick City Blockade. But, Sean, I agree. Those ice, you know, those ice foxes. I've got to, I guess it might be on crate, but I don't know. But those, I mean, it's just stuff like that. It's the little things that add the complexity and just make us really love this this galaxy. But... No, my other final thought is the music. I don't know that anybody's been able to confirm that it was anything John Williams. A lot of the the trailer cutting they do, they uh, you know borrow from some of his motifs and stuff like that, where they'll they'll bring stuff in. But I think this it, it definitely ended with like the single note, you know, piano, just to kind of invoke those like all the feels at the end of it. But it, it mixed in the tone, the kind of the themes of Ray's theme, Kylo Ren's theme, but to go into another franchise and I know John Williams started with the Harry Potter franchise and, and only went up through, I believe the prisoner Azkaban. And I think the second one, he was only half involved with just because he was doing attack of the clones at that time. It towards the end of the, of the Harry Potter series of movies, basically the, the music at the end of the series, like the last few films got very edgy and very, very quick and very rapid. And I feel like towards like, it's like about the 32nd mark or so it definitely got that and it. And it, it kind of makes you a little bit more angst. It's like, you know, it's exciting and there's all this other stuff, but it kind of builds you up too. And you're just like, uh, what's going to happen? And then all of a sudden they just start hitting you left and right. Um, if it was John Williams, he, I'm pretty sure he tended to do that. Yeah, no. So I just, I just had to. I probably would have forgotten if I didn't mention it tonight. Awesome sound mixer, though. Yeah, sound design on that trailer. Absolutely. And Sean, you're the expert on that, so you would know better than any of us. So I'm not an expert. Well, you're (laughs) out of the four of us. You are (laughs) more or less. (laughs) All right. Let's just go around the horn. Any other final thoughts? And like I said, this will be not not the last time we all talk about this, but what's just Sean we'll go Sean Jim Katie just any other final thoughts before we sign off December can't come any quicker let's go (laughs) I I can't top that that's perfect he summed it up so I'm with him on that
All right, my Katie. final my final thought is Ray climbing the rocks in the fog with the gray cloak was straight up something out of the two towers. And I was just Ooh. waiting for Smeagol to jump down on her. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I love it. Doing some like cross fandom things. <laughs> We're all about cross fandom here at the Brick City <laughs> Blockade. So, all right. I think it's that time. We'll do a little plug time. Go around plug the horn. Time. All right, Sean, where they, can the good people find you on social media? Everyone can find me at Shama Show One on Twitter. It's Zone Z on Instagram. Uh, follow my music at Bandcamp and uh, SoundCloud. And you can find me on Facebook. Jim? You can find me on Twitter at Red5Jim. And Katie? I'm on Twitter and Instagram as WanderKatie. I'm on Pinterest as K McFarlane. And something I didn't mention before, but I don't know if we do want to include it. I'm on World I'm... of Warcraft. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, so my guild is Black Death on Dalaran. So if anyone's interested, we're recruiting. <laughs> awesome. Love it. Love it. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jedi Scavenger SW. Make sure you head over to BrickCityBlockade.com. Make sure you head over to iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud. Best way to get all of the latest episodes of the Brick City Blockade podcast network. Those are the places you can find us. We appreciate the ratings and reviews and it just helps us spread the good word and allows us to get really good guests on and just really embrace that the positive message that we're trying to share with the Star Wars community. So like we always finish off our shows, may the force be with you. Always. Always. <laughs>